Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Anyway, Miss Jurisic has been doing really well in Alabama. In addition to a fishing report we're going to get, let's start off with a turkey report. Mitch, they are, are, are gobbling up a storm over there in Alabama, according to what I hear. Don, I've never seen a season like this in years. I mean, it's like everywhere you go, you hear the birds. You, you can't make a wrong move. Uh, you know, I had a very good weekend, opening weekend last weekend. Uh, you know, two hunts, two birds, and I, I just couldn't ask for better than that. But I called up, you know, numerous birds and just picked a better bird out the flocks. And a lot of a lot of groups of gobblers, you know, just hanging out by themselves. I didn't see many hens, which, you know, they opened the season 10 days later this year. Uh, but it warmed up so early. We were hearing birds gobble at the end of deer season. And I'm I'm thinking these hens, these hens may have went on a nest a little early, you know, and that's why these groups of gobblers are just out there looking around. And, you know, I, I guess I was a pretty sexy hen last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right on that call. You know, I got a report last year from a, a Mississippi hunter that said there were hens with poults walking around while the season was still open. That's how late right. the season's been open, and that should not be. That should not be. No, and I think uh, I think we're going to see that this year because uh, Alabama goes all the way to uh, into into May, about the middle of May this year, and I think that's a little bit late. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know what they tweak and they claim in the they want these uh, mature birds to breed so they can make you know, better, better birds. But I, when I noticed during deer season, our population seemed to have, has, you know, seemed like it exploded. And I don't know what the cause of it is. I don't know if it's less predators or what, but my son went up the day I came home. He went up the next day. I told him, I said, you need to get up there. Well, he went up there in the afternoon by two thirty. he had him a bird. So, and he's been giving me reports of multiple birds. God, but he don't know which way to go. And I said, well, <laughs> The, the saying was always go to the first one that gobbled. He says, Dad, they all gobbled at the same time. I don't know which way to run. So, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. He's called up several, you know, So, but they they kind of getting hung up on him. I said, well, you've been up there a few days, and I was up there. So they're probably starting to say, hold up. You yeah, know, they're getting, something a, little, right they're getting a little wise. Well, that's great. It's right. a great sport, and, you know, you can't beat it. Well, Mitch, let me get you to comment on this. You know, you don't fish bass tournaments. and I mean, you have kayak tournaments out of your marina, but you do fish the, the offshore tournaments. What about too much technology? You know, do you, or you believe, well, like a lot of people, let's say, well, look, if the stuff is available and you, you use every tool in the toolbox, or a lot of people are saying, ah, you know, it wasn't meant to be like that. You know, let's go back to people that have real fishing skills. Technology has come a long way. And I'll tell you, in the offshore world, we noticed there were several boats that were winning all these tournaments. Well, the best-kept secret was, the, you know, this omnidirectional sonars that they, they had in their boats, which we didn't know much about. Well, now almost every offshore uh, 
boat has these omnidirectional sonars, which actually locate the fish. You chase the fish down, and, you know, you can watch what direction it's going, see what depth it's at. And it's kind of taken some of the – a lot of the luck out the game. is Now it's more or less knowing your electronics and knowing how to use them. And I think it's given us all an unfair advantage to say, you know, because now you're taking – the, the guessing out of it. And, and, you know, I, I've seen these boats, you know, without the sonar really getting frustrated at these tournaments because, you know, they claim and okay, well, hold up. We need, we need to make two different categories. So, but technology is, is, is what it is, you know, and, and it's hard to, it's hard to say if, you know, to, to take it away from everyone and say, all right, well, you can have your technology. You just, you just can't use it during a tournament. That evens the playing field. I, I'm, I got mixed emotions on it, but I think, you know, in, in a certain – I heard what you said about the kayaks getting really, really, you know, fancied up and everything. And, and I understand. I understand the frustration because you've taken a good old guessing out of it and, you know, luck and everything else, and now you're going more to technology. And, it, and it's kind of – I think it does create an unfair advantage for those who, who can't afford it or – I just want to stick with the original old-time ways of, of doing things. Yeah, you hate to see them split it, but, I mean, that could be an answer where you have motorized and non-motorized uh, tournaments, and you participate in whichever one suits your fancy. That might be a solution. Well, Mish, before you go, give me a quick fishing report around the marina there. How's the guys been doing? Uh, well, when it, whenever the weather cooperates, they're doing great. I had a buddy of mine and his wife went out the other day. They caught uh, 35 beautiful trout. Uh, right here in Bay Adams, right, right, right outside the marina, uh, and they threw back about a dozen undersized. But the, it's kind of crazy because the ones they kept were all very nice keepers, and he said the ones they threw back were, you know, pretty much very much undersized, which is a good thing because that means you know we got some young trout out there that by the time the summer rolls around should be should be getting close to legal legal size, but. Yeah, the, the guides are coming in with red redfish and speckled trout. You know, when the weather, it's just, and it seems like the weekends, like right now, it's really nice, you know, it's day calm. But I think what we're looking at after a while, I think the wind's going to pick up out the southwest. And, and this gives us, it wreaks havoc on us here in Empire because that southwest wind, when it really picks up, it kind of blows that tide in. And next thing you know, we got to deal with the sluggate deal. And that's going to probably happen later on this evening. You know, just like yesterday, even the floodgate had to close with the uh, southwest winds that were blowing really brisk uh, yesterday evening. So we need these weekends to fall on beautiful weather, and whatever happens <laughs> during the week happens, you know. But the guide, the guide fishing has really picked up. Uh, you know, they're getting busy again. Good for them because they had kind of a tough winter. And, and they're coming in with some nice, nice catches, you know, uh, good mixed catches of everything. And it's, 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 it's picking up, uh, you know, so we got uh, tons of live bait. We we haven't had a problem with live shrimp all winter. We we were very fortunate. Our live bait boats were able to catch catch us uh, some beautiful shrimp all all winter long. And that's of course now the little brown shrimp is starting to show up. So that should get even easier for them. I want to compliment you on your t- condition of your live shrimp tank too. You got one of the nicest, cleanest. Uh, easily accessible uh, tanks that I've seen at any of the marinas. You guys are doing a great job down there. you got the lodging available for people that want to bring their own boats and launch. If you want to hook them up with a guide service, you got that. And, of course, right upstairs to Ponderosa right after your trip, or you can get a great meal up there. 
Right, and uh, we've been very, very fortunate in that, in that as well. We we got hooked up with the local strip guy who started plate freezing his his own catch, and uh, it, what it means it's not IQF shrimp, it's you know plate freezing. And when you thaw them out, they they they're just like uh, just like the minute they were caught. It's beautiful, and we're balling some of those big, beautiful ten. 10 to 13 count shrimp at the marina now Ooh, at, the, yeah. at the restaurant. I mean, they're delicious. Not only that, though, he's doing us a, a great job with our, our dead bait because he's able to, you know, freeze the dead bait the same way, plate freezing. And uh, so when you thought he's shrimp out, I mean, they just look like the day they were caught. They just came out the water. And, and that's doing real well. And what's great about that, it's local Plaquemines Parish, Louisiana caught shrimp. And we we're able to finally get our hands on some good local product like that to, to serve in the yeah. restaurant. We're That's very, very happy with that. Good stuff. Yes. Thanks for the report, Mitch, and good luck. You hope you have a, continue to have a great turkey season, and we'll catch up with you next time. All right. I'll send you some more reports. <laughs> very good. All Thank right. you. Then keep those pictures coming. Love the same, especially those kids. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.